Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in on a Wednesday. We say hello to you, Jimmy B and TC. You can always get on the program at 264-1700. That's 264-1700. Great show lined up for you today. Uh, Coming up at 1225, Rob Howe from uh, Hawkeye Nation will be our guest. Uh, We'll get into everything about the Hawks. 1 o'clock, Mike Bates, Major League Baseball, the Daily Dish. will run around the uh, great sport of Major League Baseball at 1 140, Matt Nelson, wide right, natty light on Iowa State. And we'll get into a couple of things there. I heard rumblings, Trent. Mm. I want to see what you got, if you got inside info here. And at 2 o'clock, Dan Rubenstein, uh, SB Nation, solid verbal on college football. That is our lineup today. How you doing, pal? I'm hanging in there. Good night last night. Had some uh, people to the house. You didn't call your boy here. Right, I had friends over to the house, not co-workers, <laughs> not people I have to put up with for three hours, people that I enjoy outside of the work environment. I got you, okay. And uh, yeah, had had some fun with the kids running around outside, had a cool one. Yeah? So that's always good. That's fun. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have volleyball last night. Oh, so that's why. It was our bye week. It was your bye week. So we got our first win of the year, knocked off by. <laughs> Probably be the only win of the season Sometimes as well. those are the best ones when you have a bye week. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, had some fun with that, but watched a little baseball, watched the Twins for a while, watched the Cubs whacking some home runs around. Uh-huh. Did a lot of that and uh, finished up with the hockey. Okay. The NBA was a joke. Well, no, we knew so, that going in. Not that bad of a joke, though. No, that was dreadful. I, I think I said, I, I said yesterday to somebody, Ah, it'll be like one thirteen eighty eight, something like that. It was even worse no, than that. Lose by what thirty six? Yeah, I mean they just they came out lackluster. Greg Popovich fit to be tied, and I don't blame him. And did you happen to hear the story, however, about interim head coach Mike Brown of Golden State? No, what do you got? Okay, so Brown told this. Uh, at the uh, press conference following the game, Mm -hmm. how he was driving to the arena, and he pulls off the highway, and he's in line with a bunch of cars and a big bus. And, of course, the cops are around the bus because it's carrying the San Antonio Spurs. I got you. So Brown pulls up right behind the bus, and the cops are yelling at him. Mm. Pull over. Pull over. Sure. Because they're, you know, I mean, it's... You you got goofballs everywhere now, yeah, yeah. so they're doing their job. Well, they don't know it's Mike Brown. He's in this big SUV and everything, and you know maybe they don't really know what he looks like. So he really doesn't pull over. He's just kind of going slow behind them because he's going the same place as the bus. <laughs> right. All right? So finally... A cop comes up behind him and starts flashing and turns the siren on. So now he Whoa. now he pulls over. <laughs> and just as he's pulling over, the phone goes off. And this is his story. I'm just recanting what yeah. he told. And the phone goes off. He looks at it. It's Greg Popovich calling him. <laughs> he says, is that you behind us? <laughs> <laughs> and Brown going, yeah, the cops are stopping me. I'm just trying to go. To the arena where you are. (laughs) And he says Popovich is dying laughing, just absolutely dying laughing over the phone because he got stopped. Now, nobody came up to his car. 
They just pulled him, told him to pull off to the side so the bus could make the uh, move into the media and then the players' parking lot. Right. So then after the bus does that, then the cops are inside. So then Mike Brown pulls up, starts to pull into the parking lot. That's when the cops realize, oh, my God, that's the uh, interim coach of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> so it was it was pretty funny. He says he was stuck for like 10 minutes yeah. because he was late getting to the arena. And that people say, how come you were late? So then he recanted that story, <laughs> how Popovich called him on the phone and was just busting his chops and dying laughing. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Like good story. That. So, Jimmy B, as you know, my mind can uh, work in mysterious ways at times. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on, man. I've dealt with you for over two and a half years now. No, no, it hasn't even been two. Does it, does it seem longer than that? Feels like 30. Remember, it happened right after Ella was born. Yeah. She's not quite two. Oh, man. This I believe our happen. first show was June 7th. Oh, don't remind me. 2015. This is a long time. When your life changed for the better. Oh, my God. <laughs> And you got to hear all these great takes from Trent. The, the melodious tones <laughs> of yeah. Trent Trojan. That too, that too. But uh, yeah. so I'm working and getting ready for high school baseball season. As you know, I love high school baseball. I know baseball. you do. It yep. is, I do football. Yep. I do basketball. Yep. I do baseball. There is just something about sitting out in the sun, sitting in a hot press box, calling a baseball game. Sure. I absolutely love it. So I'm doing some prep work. Uh, okay. You know, sent out a questionnaire to the coaches, kind of seeing returning players and things like that. And uh, got an email back from Dave Dirks, the coach out at Waukee. Uh-huh. Then my mind goes, Waukee. And then it goes, Michael Jacobson. Oh. What's, what's Nebraska boy. Right. Yeah. Because there hasn't been anything. Nothing. For three weeks. Nothing on Michael Jacobs. So then last night I went and I started searching around, digging into Twitter. You know, is there anything maybe there? And uh, the last thing that came out on May 3rd from John Rothstein of CBS Sports. Okay. And uh, Ragtag Sports. One, he breaks a lot of news in college basketball. But at the time he said uh, that Jacobson was going to visit uh, Davidson on May 8th. Okay. Also plans to visit Wichita, Colorado, and Clemson. Oh, Wichita State? Okay. Yep. I can so those see are that. the four schools that he Clemson was looking too. at. Clemson, too. Okay. It's back on May 3rd, though. <clears throat> okay, got so it. So a couple weeks ago. Okay. But then I got thinking, there, there's been talk, you know, the interest of Iowa State. Obviously, Ed Morrow was the guy that they wanted the most. They out targeted of him yep. first. That is correct. He ended up at Marquette. We've talked about some of the other recruiting losses. They went after a couple of Jucos. They missed on Shakir Justin. They, they missed on... Uh, the other one was uh, Edwards, the kid from LSU. Mm-hmm. So they missed on both of them, kept going down. The fifth-year grad transfers a lot. I mean, they're getting down there. Now Casango leaves on top of it. Yes. So it's not that they have one open scholarship. They're back to having two open scholarships at this pay- place, mm-hmm. even with the three uh, that they filled. If they make that phone call to Jacobson, I mean, it makes I, I like Michael Jacobson's game. Look, I, I liked him. When I watched him play at Nebraska, the kid is tough. Yes. Can rebound. Can mm-hmm. offensive rebound. Yeah. Can defend. And he's not bad. I mean, he can score around the basket. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, he can. Yeah. And th- he's, got, he's got skills. He does. He does. And, you know, I got wondering, he's a kid that could shoot it from the outside pretty well also when uh-huh. he was in high school. Remember, he played, they basically had the Twin Towers at the CIML level. With him and Anthony Nelson, yes. who's now over playing defensive end for the Hawkeyes. And Nelson was more of an inside. You know, Jacobson had more ball skills, could handle it much better. Right. Could shoot it from the outside. We haven't seen him shoot a ton from out there. I think it was the Purdue game. 
that uh, he sent into overtime with a three. Yes, Remember that? Yes, he did. Yes. He was kind of well, nowhere to go, no time left. I'm I got to jack this, and I hit it, yeah. But he did that really well at the high school level. Now with the redshirt year, boy, if he can develop and become a consistent, you know, 35, 40% three-point shooter mm-hmm. with the rebound ability that you talked about. He's a big, he's, tough kid. He's a good offensive rebounder. He is. Iowa State, after missing on some of those top targets, yeah. it, that's... I think, think it's a move that make a lot of sense. You think that's a possibility? I think so. We'll, we'll talk to Matt Nelson about yeah. that. The Casango news, I think, maybe ratcheted it up a little bit, too. Okay. And the other thing is they still have one more scholarship to yeah, play with do. if they decide to do that. Look, I watched him play at Nebraska. I mean, he was terrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like this kid is coming, I like the way you always say, from playing in a lower level yeah. conference. Right. He's playing Big Ten basketball as a starter. Yeah. And, and like he's, we talked he about he started right. for Nebraska. Now, Nebraska stunk, but still but still he, he's starting. On a Big Ten team. Yes. That beat some good teams. Beat yes. Purdue, you know? Yeah. Beat some Didn't good they teams. Beat this Indiana? Year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I go with Jacobson. I think a year of him developing too is going to be really good for his game. I think it's a spot that makes a lot of sense there with Iowa State. No inside information, just pure speculation. Okay, on your part? Yeah, uh, we'll see. All we'll right, see about Matt, that. And Matt Nelson's coming up about 140. Yep, we'll talk about that. We'll talk a lot of Cyclones with him. Okay. Get his thoughts also on Hans Brace. You know, yeah. get, go a little bit deeper there. It It is a complete wild card. You don't know injury-wise right. how that kid's going to be able to bounce back. And uh, also kind of look forward to, to the Big 12. Okay. We talked about this the other day. Kansas, mm-hmm. West Virginia, yes. TCU. We yeah. like all those teams. All three of those teams are going to be good. I think Oklahoma's going to be better. I told you that. But yeah. who else? Oklahoma State, they lose a ton. They lose a ton there. How, yeah. how good are they going to be? Plus a new coach to go along new with New coach, it. that's it. After Underwood makes his way up to Illinois. You go through Texas, you wouldn't think Shaka's going to be down for long. No. Uh, he's had. He does have a point guard coming and in. he's bringing in a point guard. A but, he, but he lost Jared Allen. He did. Who I love that. Kid's I know name. you do. I told you he was yeah. leaving. Yeah, he said no way. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think. I thought he'd play one more year. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're six eleven with that kind yeah, of athletic ability. Yeah, you're gone. You move on to the league. Hey, that leads to uh, the draft lottery last night. That get you going? It did. Be- yeah, because I'm a big fan of ping pong balls. Yeah, yeah. So and there was so much intrigue, uh, intrigue, uh, because of the situations that teams would, if they weren't selected here, mm-hmm. they would lose that pick. The biggest one was the Lakers. Was the Lakers. Yeah. Because and not only would have they lost their pick if they weren't in the top three this year, yeah. they also would have lost their 2019 pick. That is correct. Which is so odd. It, it is. The way that the way that, that all, all came together. But it came together. So now you got the Boston Celtics, who, by the way, play tonight <laughs> against Cleveland. Yeah. In the Eastern Conference Final, and they have the number one pick in the draft. Yep. Thank you, New Jersey Nets. Los Angeles Lakers are second. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. going to get another great player, uh, will pick third. Then it's going Phoenix Suns, Sacramento Kings, Orlando Magic, and then the Minnesota Timberwolves. Did the Wolves drop down a spot? Weren't they six? Well, they had the six best, best odds. Best, but... best odds, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, the T-Wolves. They have never moved up never. in the draft lottery. Isn't that we were talking yeah. yesterday? With John Shipley. Yeah, and that. he said that. Crazy. He said they have never moved up. Moved down, but have never moved up. That is a uh, organization moved. that could use some positive they, vibes they going could. their way. They could. But, yeah, the top three is fun. I, it's, so you're Boston. What yeah. do you do? Well, you got Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, you do. 
but he's going to be looking for a max contract. You let him walk? If I can draft Markel Fultz, probably. I don't. Markel I don't. Fultz. I don't let him walk. I don't let him walk. But I think he's got one more year left on his deal. Okay. Isaiah Thomas does. So, if you could take Fultz, look, they long time ago when they drafted Kevin McHale out of Minnesota, he didn't start for a while. Well, he was six man of the year. How many times? Well, I know that. Then that's he came off the bench before he became a starter. Yeah, he's got so, Isaiah Thomas does that one more year. Yeah, left. that's what I thought. So you have your option. You get Fultz or Lonzo Ball, or your third option, trade the pick. Trade the pick. Trade the pick to the Bulls for Jimmy Butler. For Jimmy Butler, maybe. And probably have to throw a little more in there also. I don't know. I don't know if you would have to or not. Yeah. You're you're not trading Jimmy Butler for one pick. All right. You so need you, a little so bit So you more. give him Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne. <laughs> no. The Bulls don't have to give up more. The Celtics would have to give up more. <laughs> All right. So Jay Crowder goes. All right. Yeah, whatever. Okay, is, whatever. But, yeah. but, I mean, they have... They have those options. They really do. Markel Fultz, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. One, two. Yes. And here's what I was thinking, though. If you believe in Isaiah Thomas, if the Celtics want to keep him and keep building around him and put pieces together, and you keep the pick, most important, okay. for this conversation, okay. you keep the pick. Markel Fultz maybe doesn't work. He's a guy that needs to have his hands on the on ball On the ball all the time, yeah. Lonzo Ball, same kind of thing. What about Joshua Jackson? I like that kid's game. I do, too. I do, too. You know, I told you the story back during college basketball season. I read about Bill Self when Josh Jackson came in. He's got, you know, kind of a weird, hitchy shot to him. Not a great, consistent shooter, but got better as the year went on. <laughs> and they told him right away before the season look, we're not going to mess with the mechanics of your shot mm-hmm. because we know you're only going to be here for a year. And I just love that self had the self-awareness to understand that, right. that we're not going to be able to fix this thing it, during we, the six months that we have yeah, you. Yeah. So we're going to work with what you have. And, and he turned out to be a pretty good shooter he by did. the end of the year. And that goes to show you another reason Bill Self's so good at what he does. But I think with the dedication he'll have then of being a professional basketball player mm-hmm. with the athletic ability – this is a guy that can score at a high level yes, defensively. He he's got the length. He's got the athleticism. I might be thinking about that. Would you consider, and this just popped into my pea brain, De'Aaron Fox out no, of Kentucky? No no, no, no. no? For the number one pick, no. Okay. Not, not for what the Celtics have. Okay. No. Okay. The only way I think they go away from Fultz, I don't think it would be Would be Ball. Josh Jackson. That's the only one that would make sense oh, to okay. me. But I'm not Danny Ainge. No, I you're just not. Play him on the radio. <laughs> Let's get into Casey Vincent from last night. It is presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. And we start with the Cubs after a lot of head scratching. What's going on with this team? Some of the issues. Well, they get it done last night and get it done with the long ball. Home runs from Kyle Schwarber, Ian Happ, Addison Russell, and Anthony Rizzo. Let's hear them all in the 9 5 win. Deep left field, and it is gone! Pretty well hit. Deep right center, gone! For the next uh, couple of days at least, smacked out into right. 
Four home runs for the Cubs, the victory, and four guys that had been struggling a little bit, Jimmy B. Would you keep Ian Happ up there? Yeah. Yeah, he's not coming back to Des Moines, is he? Well, you got to find at-bats. And how do you find at-bats when Hayward gets back? And there's so many moving pieces here. It's a tough spot to be in. Or a great spot to be in, depending on the yeah, way that you look at it. It's a great spot if you're the Cubs. Right. Hap, though, I mean, the kid can swing it. He can swing. So what do you do? You still, this team is going to need another starter. I don't think there's any doubt. Even if Eddie Butler turns out to be good, you want a front-end starter, especially with the concerns you have with Arietta. Right. Hendricks' velocity has been down all year. He is, he is a guy that a year ago had ridiculous numbers, but... Mm-hmm. He got by. He's not an overpowering guy. Now his velocity's down from that. Right. If you can get a Chris Archer, you get a guy like that, a front-end starter, maybe number two behind Lester on that team. Are you willing to part with Addison Russell, Ian Happ, Javi Baez, Kyle Schwarber? Now, out of those four, Mm -hmm. who would you be looking to move in order to bring in that kind of starter? If you move Russell, who's taking his spot? You can move Javi Baez. Baez into that spot. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if they were or if they were going to make a move for Chris Archer, that one guy would be a, be a one and one, or would they have? Well, to, I mean, there'd be other stuff. They'd, I'm they'd, just, they'd I'm have just, to sweeten the pot. Right, right. I'm just talking of those four, okay. though. Oh, okay. If that's the the basis, and then you got minor leaguers involved. You're right, man. Schwarber. You remember all last year, he's untouchable, he's untouchable over and over and over. But see, pro sports guys yakking like that in the front office, it's like the president. Words don't mean anything. So to me, that's probably the guy that I would try to unload Mm -hmm. would be him with sweeting the, and you sweeten the pot up a little bit. Right, right. But if you. Maybe for Schwarber, it might be a one for one. Maybe. Right. Or a couple but, of low level. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, there you go. Mid tier yeah. prospects, whatever it is. Regardless of that, Schwarber's still would be the guy. Schwarber. And for many of the reasons that I've talked about here over the last few weeks, the defense has taken such a step back. Correct. And it's not just because Schwarber's in left field. Don't, don't paint this picture wrong. There are other reasons. Javi Baez hasn't been near defensively. Addison Russell hasn't been nearly as good defensively. But. Him out in left field, you replace him with an above-average defender out there, however you move things around. Mm-hmm. You're improving your defense. Schwarber goes to the American League where he's going to be. He'll DH for the next 12 years. Right. He'll hit a ton of home runs, yeah. and that'll be that. And be great. Right. If you can do that, I think Schwarber's the guy that I'd be looking yeah. at. Yeah. But sounds like the front office of Chicago disagrees. We'll get into the Cubs a little bit more later with Mike Bates. He's going to stop by. A little more baseball from last night. Let's go down to Kansas City. It was a uh, well, a rough one for the Royals. The bats went quiet again, this time at the hands of C.C. Sabathia. And C.C. deals. Strike three, slider strike. Oh, you can hear him talking. One, two, caught on. I missed. There's a good fastball in. Now here's the one, two. He struck him out swinging. One away. Did he go? Yes, he did. This Michael Kay and some other dude on the Yes Network. I don't know who calls the middle innings, do you? I don't either. Yeah, I don't even know who it is. But that's the call from yesterday. Sabathia, six and two-thirds, two walks, four strikeouts in the victory for Kansas City. We finish up with the hockey from last night. Jimmy Good B, game. the timing worked Good out game. well. Because yeah. I was able to see it right at the end, flipped it on with four minutes to go. <laughs> Saw the power play. 
and saw this goal from the Preds. Johansson with the puck. That goal fires. Rushing That's a great goal by Oshie. The reason is is because the puck is not lying flat on the ice. It's twerking all over the place, and he was still able to get the stick on it and flip it up into the net. That was a terrific goal by Oshie. Twerking. Twerking, yeah. The puck, the puck was twerking. Yes, it was. It was moving around. It was bouncing on edges. I know twerking in a different sense. Yes, I know you do. That will be it for today's In Case You Missed It. we got to end on a high note. Twerking. The yeah. puck was twerking. Hey, you get That's just a hockey term. It's a full-service radio show here. <laughs> Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talker 1700. Coming up on the other side, we talk some Hawkeyes. Rob Howe from Hawkeye Nation. He joins us next. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands hiring is the most challenging part of my job it's really hard the searching the sorting through resumes most people don't have the right experience we started using zip recruiter about three months ago right from the start you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier one click and my job was posted to a hundred plus job boards all the top sites all of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them thumbs up if i like them thumbs down if i didn't No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. ZipRecruiter.com slash talent. At Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Dutch Boy Max Bond is an exterior paint and primer with extreme adhesion technology. Right now, a gallon of Max Bond exterior flat paint is $29.98 after sale price and 11% rebate. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Now at Menards. Good through May 20th. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 
It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50 Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, welcome back in. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock today on a uh, Wednesday in the capital city. Rob Howe is going to take a few minutes. He's got nothing else better to do uh, to hang out with us. Uh, Rob, of course, from Hawkeye Nation, he comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Hello, Rob. Hey, Jim. Uh, Let's kind of jump into a few things, and we'll start first with still the I guess, fallout from what took place with the Meyer uh, case. Has there been anything new? We we saw that they were trying to extend it. Have you been able to uncover, A, if uh, the University of Iowa was able to extend it so it didn't start exactly when they thought it was going to? What have you, Can you bring us up to date on any of that at all? I really haven't followed it that closely, Jim, from a coverage standpoint. Um I don't think there's been, I, I mean, I follow it kind of probably the way you guys do from the outside. I don't think there's been a ruling on that. Um, had some people that, you know, are somewhat in the know over there say that, you know, Iowa was strongly considering an appeal in the Meyer case, but haven't heard anything official on that. Um, I would think in June we'll, we'll get some answers to those questions, but um, I, I would imagine a lot of the legal stuff is is going on right now where, they're trying to, to figure out what the next move is. Rob, we're almost uh, two weeks away from that verdict. We have not heard anything about an appeal. To me, does that signal that Gary Barta might be in trouble because of that? You figure if the university was wanting to keep him around, we'd hear about appeal. I don't know much about the whole uh, lawyer and lawyerese out there, so that caveat not needs to be put in there. Suit, no, yeah. absolutely not. But But it feels like we would hear at least something about an appeal process. Just your take on that and Gary Barta going forward. Yeah, I'm wondering, you know, I, a lot of this stuff, Trent, has got to be just behind closed door stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of that stuff going on over in Iowa um, on what the next move is, how they handle this um, going forward. And so, I mean, 
we did hear that, you know, President Harold was is going to have a, you know, an investigation or a study or whatever you want to call it into the, you know, employment practices over there, which is usually a, a you know, a politically correct response to when something like this happens. Um, and we'll see. Um, so maybe they're waiting to see what happens in terms of that, in terms of the study, in terms of digging in what happened and, and trying to get their ducks in a row, I would imagine, because they're, they're obviously from a public relations standpoint, uh, that was, they just got hammered. And I think they're trying to figure out a way to, uh, to make themselves look better, to make themselves fix this. What's the best way to proceed from, from where they are now? Um, you know, there's got to be, I would think and hope for I from Iowa's standpoint, there's got to be some type of negotiations with Tracy Greasebaum or mm-hmm. at least an attempt to, to keep that out of out of the courts. Yes. I can't imagine Iowa wants to go in for another round after getting beat so bad, you know, getting Mike Tyson first round in, in that <laughs> in that Jane Meyer case. Um, not only so, that, Rob, Rod, not only that, but most people thought that the Greasebaum case was a much stronger case against the university than the Meyer case. Yeah, I would agree, Jim. I mean, they, they did an investigation and they didn't find any wrongdoing in terms of fireable offenses for her, and yet he still fired her. Um, you know, and there's the precedent now with the Meyer case or ahead of that. Um, the, yeah, I, I think I was got to be reeling a little bit and trying to come off the ropes, another boxing analogy here, yeah. and, and trying to, you know, figure out how to, you know, calm this or, or, or conclude this in the best possible fashion for them. And, you know, maybe Griesbaum and, and her lawyers say, no, not good enough. We're taking it to court, wow. figuring they're feeling good about it. And, and if that's the case, then we're going through another, you know, whatever, another month of the summer where there's not much other news going on, mm-hmm. where this is at the forefront. I can't imagine that Iowa wants that. I, I'm with you. I, I Who would want to go through that uh, PR headache again? That makes no sense. Well, and this one wasn't a real big national story. It got a, you know, right. a blibbery blip on ESPN.com and things like that. But during the summer, Rob, we were just talking before we came on. It is a long summer for us that are very involved in co- college sports. And, you know, the Pat Forties of the world and, and the national columnists, they're going to be looking for something to write yep. about over the summer. It would be a perfect subject for a lot of them. Yeah, I think I think more national media will la- latch onto it, and then they will, you know, they'll piggyback the grease bomb with what happened with the Meyer and say, hey, look at this. You know, we, there's you know a pattern here at Iowa, and I think that's, that's the danger for Iowa that, you know, the national media grabs onto it. And in terms of, of what happens with Gary, I went into this thing thinking he was safe. Um, I didn't see a landslide like that. You know, five, all five, five, uh, five charges counts. Go, yep. Yeah, five counts going Myers' way. Um, it's hard to know what his future is going to be. He just, you know, re-upped last year with extension through 2021. But like I said, I think a lot of it's going to come down to what they can – find in their study of what went wrong and if they can make it if they can save enough space and and make it look good enough that it's worth keeping gary around i wrote a column that i just if you're trying to repair your image and you're trying to move forward i just find it hard to do it with gary with with the things that iowa was found guilty of and and moving forward it would seem that uh, you know a fresh face in there somebody that can maybe lead the program uh, in a different direction might be the best best case scenario, but 
We'll see. We'll see what the university decides. All right. So in your best-case scenario, would it be better then for Iowa to, A, cut bait with this next lawsuit and, B, cut bait with with BARDA as well? Would that help clear their image? Or if they just do, say, the grease bomb situation and BARDA's still there, are they still getting backlash? Yeah, it's hard to say, Jim. It's it's kind of um, you know almost a gamble, if you will. Do they do they proceed with this? As you guys said, there wasn't a lot of national attention brought about by the Meyer case. Um, there's more of a local and state you know image issue, um, and and that and that stuff will also carry out nationally in, in different aspects. Um, but do they take that risk? Do they risk that? Okay. Um, we're still selling a bunch of football tickets. We're still, you know, updating facilities, making a bunch of money. This is a minor thing in terms of the big picture. Or are they proactive and step in and say, okay, let's settle the grease bomb case. We get that off the table and let's move in a different direction in terms of an athletic director. But again, the athletic director has the support of the football coach, the wrestling coach, the basketball coach, the women's basketball coach. Everybody seemed to be on board side with this. So there's just a lot of different pieces to this puzzle and how it can move forward. Um, I think from a, just from an overall public perception standpoint, you settle the grease bomb case, you get a new athletic director, and you move on and try to rebuild your image. Right. But yeah, that's, not the way it, that's not the way it works nowadays. Money talks, and, mm-hmm. and you know, people, people with a lot of power have made the decisions, and it's not always what, uh, well, Look what's going on at Baylor. You know, this yes. just seems like yep. I'm not comparing what happened at Iowa, what happened at Baylor, but when money's coming in and, and things are working well, a lot of things uh, seem to fall by the wayside or, or get covered up or, or don't seem as big a deal as long as the money's coming in. All right, look, uh, I'm, you may not know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask, since you cover the school on a much closer basis than Trent and I do, this money now that is owed, and there's going to be a lot more, will it come out of some sort of slush fund? And if so, is that slush fund that Iowa always keeps and all universities do, is that donor money or is that part of taxpayer money? You know, it's a great question, Jim, and I don't have an answer to that. It's it's something that I would like to ask folks over there, but... As you can imagine, a lot of people, they're not really talking over right. there right now. I understand. But I was, ha- I was having that same conversation with somebody else in the media the other day. I mean, is it fair that the university pays this money to Meyer when the problem was in the athletic department? The athletic department often boasts that they don't take taxpayer money. It's self-supportive, all that stuff. You wonder if, you know, the right path is probably for them to take care of this financially, the, the legal fees. The, the penalties, all that other stuff should come from the athletic department. I, I know if I was somebody in academia or somebody else uh, in the university and, and, you know, you're raising student tuition this year again and, you know, other fees are going up and now you're taking, okay, but we're going to pay $104 million and then if the grease bomb came, case comes up again, that's coming out of, you know, the general uh, school fund. That's, that's another part of the publicity, uh, the, you know, poor publicity that you don't want to get. And, and I'm sure – People that are a little bit more uh, uh, 
involved with this from a, from a journalistic standpoint will dig into things like that, and I, I think eventually we'll, we'll get some answers on that. I, it's certainly a question I would like to have answered. Rob Howe joining us from Hawkeye Nation. Uh, from the legal world, let's jump over to the football field. Friday it was announced that Germanique Smith is departing the football program. A wide receiver group that was already incredibly depleted uh, takes another hit here. You better hope Vandenberg is healthy, and you better hope that some of these freshmen, Rob, can come in and play right away, it looks like. Yeah, and also I think, you know, I certainly would agree with that trend. And then also you hope that, you know, having this offseason to implement what Brian Ferentz is trying to do offensively, um, and I keep leaning back on this, you know, the success he had with tight ends at New England and, and New England's continued to have, hopefully he can get creative enough to use a pretty talented tight end core. At least we think so on the surface. There's not a lot of experience there either, but it appears to be, at least from what we saw this spring, when you look at guys like Noah Font, uh, TJ Hokinson, Sean Byer, there's some there's some players there that can create mismatches. You would hope if you utilize them correctly. Um, and then you have you know one of the best running backs in the Big Ten. Hopefully you find ways to get him the football to maybe mitigate some of those growing pains. You're gonna just you're naturally gonna have a wide receiver. You, even if these guys end up being good as the season goes along, it, it's hard to expect that to happen right out of the gate. So they're gonna have to come and then. You're, you're, you're going into the summer with a quarterback competition still as well, which is a huge part of the passing game. So, um, you know, there are a lot of question marks in that area. Um, Nick Easley, you hope that he builds on a strong spring that he had. Um, I'm doing a series this week on the, the four incoming wide receivers because it's hard to remember a time at Iowa where a position was so in, in, in need of help from a, a position group coming in as freshmen, and, and all these guys are well aware of the opportunity that's in front of them. Rob Howe is our guest on the Draft House 50 hotline. Take me to the QBs, and I think everybody thought that it was going to be Stanley's job and Uyghurs was an afterthought. How all of a sudden has he worked his way into not being an afterthought? I think it's probably a combination of things, Jim, where, you know, you have a new, like we talked about, a new offensive coordinator, new receivers coach, um, you know, and, and Stanley didn't really get that much experience last year, very little, um, pretty much similar to what Wiggers got when he was the backup in 2015. So um, even though Stanley was able to hop over Wiggers last summer, um, it appears that Wiggers has made progress since then. Um, for whatever reason, and put them in a position, you know, to be pretty much from what all the coaches have said. And you got a new quarterback coach, too, and Ken O'Keefe. I forgot that. And, you know, it's just there are a lot of heads here trying to come up with the best plan at that position. And I think they're going to give these guys as much time as possible to prove which one is the best. And like they said, they're going to have to make that decision eventually. But I wouldn't be surprised to see it come – you know, maybe 10 days, two weeks before the season starts, they'll, they'll let it ride that long. Well, freshmen are going to be reporting to campus here coming up in a couple of weeks. We know that wide receiver is a position that's going to have a, a great chance of guys stepping in and seeing playing time as true freshmen. Uh, do you got any other names outside of the wide receiver position that you're looking at that you think will have a chance to come in and see some playing time their first year? Yeah, there's a defensive end from Illinois that's got a good shot. That's a pretty good one, too, A.J. Epinesa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 
I think he's, uh, you know, he's as good as advertised. Um, I don't know how his true freshman season will go. Unfortunately for Iowa, um, you know, they've got some depth there, some experience at defensive end for the first time in a while. Um, to, to work him in, uh, you don't just have to throw him to the wolves, maybe like you're going to have to do at wide receiver. So, um, He'll definitely be somebody that's in that defensive end rotation. I, you know, Kirk talked about maybe using one of the running backs as well, whether it be Keyshawn Bryant or Ivory Kelly Martin. Um, I know they've got, you know, Torn Young and, and Tokes, Ken Rabati, and obviously Akram Wadley, but I think they want to get a fourth guy some reps because this is Wadley's last year. They want to keep building that depth behind. So it'd be interesting to see one of those, if one of those guys can kind of break in and, and uh, I don't know how much it'll play, but we've seen before injuries certainly are, are a factor at that position. Um, and then defensive back is another, obviously, an area, especially at safety, uh, where, where uh, Coach Parker and Coach Ferentz have said there's a chance. You know, Geno Stone's a safety that's coming into that position. Uh, Colbert from Kansas City is a kid that's coming in at the defensive back position. I think they have a chance. Uh, Trey Kramer is a is a cornerback who they're really excited about. It would be interesting to see with him. I caught up with him the other day just to say, hey, have they given you any more indication? Because they haven't committed to a position on Trey Kramer, whether it's running back or wide receiver, or excuse me, defensive back or wide receiver, and they need help at both of those positions. So he may, may be a guy that gets in here and gets in the, you know, seven on seven this summer and in the camp that they experiment with on both sides of the ball. He said, hey, I'm willing to play on both sides of the ball. And I felt like saying, man, you don't know Iowa football very well, do you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, but you know, because everybody was 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 uh, pining for for Desmond King to do that last year. But he's the type of athlete that could that could really help on both sides of the ball, both sides of the ball. He's from Cartersville, Georgia. After much mining of that area, they finally got a kid to come in from the Atlanta area. So he's a kid that's kind of flown under the radar a little bit. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him see the field this year. Uh, before we let you run quickly about the uh, Iowa baseball team. What in the wide, wide world of sport are these kids <laughs> drinking anyway? Man, Rick Heller's done an amazing job. Yeah, that's, he has. That's, that's not, not actually a revelation there. It's, 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 it's amazing what he's been able to do. And we went out, my son and I went out on Saturday, and they ended up losing, I think, 12 to 8 or something like that. But they were down 8 to 1, uh, came back to get it 8 to 7, I think, in the eighth inning, and then Ohio State piled on some more runs later. But they just. That's they, the the game's never over with them. They just they don't they they don't have any quit in them. They, they they no matter what the score is, what the situation is, they just keep playing. And that's a you know that's a great a tribute to to Rick Heller again that he has. You know they lose their best pitcher, Calvert's kid, got hurt before the season started. He was their number one, so they've had to juggle their pitching. I didn't see this coming. I thought it would be a little bit more of a rebuilding year this year, but they've put themselves in position to win the Big Ten and. And maybe get another NCAA berth. So, yeah, it's it's cool to see. Like I said, I was out at the park Saturday. It was a it, it was a great crowd, and I covered this team for a long time. And, and there were a lot of years where nobody would be out there. So it's good to see that people are in the you know college baseball again. It's the only one in the state. So hopefully they can keep it going. Yeah, the Jake Adams story. A kid that was on his way to North Dakota. Yep, he's heading up there. Oh, sorry, we don't have a baseball program anymore. Lands into the Hawkeyes' lap, and uh, what? Twenty-two home runs later, he's just a bomber. Turned out pretty well. Yeah, he uh, he hit one out Saturday when we were there, and it's just he's just got such a smooth, effortless, effortless swing. And I don't know if pitchers are going to keep 
pitching to them. That could be uh, hazardous to their health, I think. <laughs> Thank you, man. It's always good when we have you on the show. Have a great day, Rob. Thanks, guys. See you. Rob Howe, Hawkeye Nation, Draft House 50, Hotline Mills, Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Couple more homers for Jake Adams yeah. last night. Kid's ridiculous. Uh, enjoy them while you can, and you can't enjoy them anymore at home. They finish up at Illinois over the weekend, and then it's the Big Ten tournament for the Hawkeyes uh, after the season finale at home last night. Come back and beat Nebraska Omaha nine eight. Hellerball. There you go. It's uh, Rob's right. There weren't expectations for him this year, and here they are back in the Big Ten tournament. Contending. They've won thirty games for the fourth consecutive year. That hasn't been done in a long time in Iowa City. Rick Heller, I told you before, and we'll probably have we're trying to get Rob, uh, Rick on next week. Okay. Before the Big Ten tournament. I took a class with him when he was a coach at UNI. I remember you said Coaching that. theory class, and just a great guy. He really is. But the way that he took UNI to the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. he took Indiana State to the NCAA tournament. He's taken Iowa to the NCAA tournament. We're not talking about powers of college baseball here. When is a team going to make that call from the SEC? Yeah. And if that call comes, can Iowa maybe not match what – we know how important baseball is down there compared to here. That's correct. Though Big Ten teams have involved themselves a lot more, the Big Ten network money has helped that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen Indiana, and that's why the Big Ten tournament's going to be there. They made a ton of renovations. They made it the College World Series a couple of years ago with Kyle Schwarber. Guy you might know a little something uh, about. That name rings a bell. Yes, yes. But Big Ten teams are putting more money in. If that phone call is made and Heller gets an offer from a Big sure. Ten program, if I was going to pony up the money to keep him around because he's a great baseball coach. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I've got to ask you something about your Minnesota Twins. All right. All right. And it's got nothing to do with the play on the field. Uh-oh. It's in the broadcast booth. Okay. You won't want to miss this, folks. i got to wait and see how Trent defends his broadcasting team oh, I, of the I, I Minnesota Twins. <laughs> if it's bad. Jimmy B at TC, it's the Big Talker, 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Guys don't really talk about antiperspirant. Despite that, 91% of Dove Men Plus Care users recommend it. Here's what they said. It blocks the, you know perspiration i think is the fancy word it's comfortable uh <laughs> it smells nice my girl likes the smell well it's it, I, I don't, uh, it's hard i think it's quite masculine uh, my underarms aren't the worst thing at the gym it's kind of like the hoover dam from my armpits i guess dove men plus care any perspirant tough on sweat not on skin Tom's Auto Sales, we're a one-stop shop for all brands of cars, trucks, and SUVs. At Tom's Auto Sales, we have great prices and a great selection of the best quality used vehicles around. Visit our website at tomsautogroup.com. Tom's Auto Sales. 
Attention landowners, want to know what your farm is worth? At Iowa Land Company, our team of blue-collar land experts combine years of real estate experience with the latest marketing innovations to give you a modern real estate service unmatched in the Hawkeye State. We're a farmland real estate company, and helping connect buyers and sellers of Iowa land is our specialty. Give us a call at 641-443-2584 or visit us online at iowalandcompany.com for a free farmland evaluation. Restore lost fuel economy and eliminate rough idle with Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner and get one free. Clean clogged injectors and increase fuel efficiency with Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner. Buy two, get one free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Tonight, I made a Butterball Turkitarian favorite. Bruce is going to flip. Honey, dinner's ready. Whoa, I'm coming. Are we having Butterball smoked sausage? Ah, I love that smokiness. Oh, maybe it's those delicious turkey burgers. I'm okay. I'm okay. Wait, is that Butterball turkey bacon I smell? Oh, my. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. Is it turkey burgers? Yes. Is it turkey bacon? Uh Uh-huh. Wendy, which is it? Both. Yes! Butterball, the choice of Turkitarians. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brenson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, I wanted to get into this with my partner here. Uh, huge Twins fan. Mm-hmm. Watches the broadcast a lot. And you know who LaTroy Hawkins is. Yeah, former twin. Yeah. He's been all over the place. Well, 21-year pitching career. Yeah, yeah. Played a lot of places. Saw LaTroy's first ever. Wow. First ever uh, ball game as a starting pitcher. Live? I did. I was at the Metrodome for it. Excellent. It was late April of 1995. Okay. And uh, first pitch, 97. Whoa, look at this. (laughs) We've been hearing about this guy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. 
uh, proceeds to give up seven earned in one and two thirds. <laughs> His ERA was thirty-seven point eight zero at that point. By the end of the year, he had to down to eight and a half. So see, there you go. Yeah. Latroy did not turn out to be the Minnesota Twin many were hoping for, but listened to him a little bit last night in the broadcast. Okay. Booth. And uh, thought he did a good job. Thought oh. he was better than Torrey Hunter. Okay. Who also has filled in. Uh, Burt Blylevin's pulled back a little bit, uh, not doing as many games right. as he has in the past. I have no problem with that. I'm not a huge Burt Blylevin fan anymore. Had a fantastic curveball, He though. did. He did. But that does not matter when <laughs> I understand. When, when you're in the booth, game. yeah. I want to hear some insight. Burt doesn't really provide uh, All that. right. Let me drop this on you. As you know, I've worked with a lot of different former players as mm-hmm. color commentators. Yeah. Okay. As analysts. I've never had a guy on the air say that he was the worst teammate I ever had. To be truthful, right? He's Dick Bremer, who's calling the game, like almost fell off his chair. And he came back and said, well, it was just good-natured, right? And Hawkins doubles down on it and goes on to say, one of the worst teammates I ever had in my life. (laughs) <laughs> now they asked him about I'm, I'm not sure if i'm pronouncing it correctly is it tommy canell canal i don't know okay k-a-h-n-l-e plays for the white Sox now okay okay this happened when latrell was winding up his major league career and they were both playing in colorado mm-hmm. okay so it didn't happen with the twins it happened when they were in colorado but i've never had a guy i've ever worked with Say he's the worst teammate I've ever had live on TV. I want somebody that's truthful. I want somebody in the Damn. booth that's not going to tell the same old yuck yuck stories. I like Latroy Hawkins. I think I like him a little bit more even after just because that he said that. Yeah, sure. Give Boy, us something he, real. Give us he, some real insight. He dropped the hammer. Do it. They got into a fight. <laughs> Did Latroy win? Didn't say. You know that's French for Latroy. We'll come back, kick it off the 1 o'clock hour. You talk about me with stupid stuff that comes out of my yap. Look at you. baseball. He's a Twins guy as well. We'll We'll get his take on this one. Jimmy B just can't believe that somebody said something truthful on a broadcast. Well, no, I've I've had guys say truthful things. I've just never said he's the worst teammate I've ever had. He's just telling the truth. Wow. Jimmy B and TC on the Big Talkers 1700. Back with more here from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900, save. 
save thousands. Why trust the parts pros at Advance Auto? Because if there's one thing they know, it's parts. Thank you for calling Advance Auto Parts and Battery. This is Taryn. I can help you. I'm wondering if you guys do battery installations? Yeah, absolutely. It's free of charge. Do you do wiper installations too? Yes, that is also free of charge. Wow, all that's free. We also do alternator and starter testing for free. Wow, you guys pretty much do everything. Uh, yes. Any chance you guys handle dry cleaning? Uh, Well, not quite everything. Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. And now get a $20 Speed Perks reward with any battery purchase over $100. Also at participating CarQuest stores. This is Bill's Yard. And Bill's a grill master, not a grass expert. Still, no weeds belong in this backyard barbecue kingdom. And with Scott's Turf Builder Weed and Feed, Bill's greasy thumb is just as good as a green thumb. Because Scott's thickens lawns to help crowd out over 50 pesky weeds. So Bill can defeat invaders, green up his lawn, and hold his spatula high. This is a Scott's Yard. Pick up Scott's Weed and Feed today. Today, there are over 47 million Ford vehicles on the road, rolling on over 188 million tires. That's a lot of rubber to trust to anyone other than the hardworking specialist at Ford Service. No one knows your Ford better than Ford and Ford Service. Get a $140 rebate by mail on four select tires when you use the Ford Service credit card at the Big Tire event. Subject to credit approval, rebate by prepaid debit card. Other tire manufacturer rebate or offer cannot be combined with Ford Service credit card rebate or offer. See your participating Ford dealer for details through 63017. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next day installation, 515-262-STAR. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 KBGG with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green regulation. There you go. Then join former Pro Bowl running back Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney for the Tiki and Tierney Show and head into the evening with former registered sports writer Phil Ryder with Ryder Than You on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. 